This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. It's Monday, December 21st, and this is Season 5, Episode 16 of the Four Star Spurs Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. With me this week, we have Kevin. What's up, guys? Uh, Joel. Hello, folks. And uh, welcoming back to the podcast, we haven't had you back since the summer, I think, uh, Sam G. So English Sam, we'll say. <laughs> we have two Sams now, so we got to do this. Um, yeah, it's good to be back. Well, thank you for coming back, and uh, what a great week to actually come back. As terrible as this week was, it always makes for good Spurs-related conversation, and I'm excited to have this conversation with you guys. I think this is going to be a fun cast. Uh, I can't wait to jump into it. And I'm going to start the conversation with more of a general discussion, because this was kind of a shitty shitty week. We got one point in our last uh, nine potential points. Um uh, I think we were expecting at least a little bit better coming out into this period, the way we were, the high we were riding on uh, prior to that with some of the previous matches, City, Chelsea, um, that, that we were kind of riding high. But, uh, but we, we've got two questions that I think go right to the heart of this, and I'm going to ask them both, and then we'll just kind of spin them both together to kind of open up our discussion. Uh, so the first one comes from Shubes. Uh, so, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Suge, not Shubes. Uh, Suj asks us, uh, remember four weeks we were top of the table? That was cool. Well, going down to fifth isn't, it, isn't ideal. There's still a lot of football to be played and plenty of time to get back up. In your opinion, what changed during the last two matches and what needs to change to get us back up? We're sixth, by the way. Yeah, six now that Chelsea won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was uh, fifth when he he told us, but yeah, Chelsea's win uh, puts us in sixth. Uh, but Kyle Mates asks uh, three losses all to teams in the current top four. Why does our fan base immediately? Um, why does our fan base immediately doomsday everything like we've dropped to tenth? Um, well, we dropped to sixth, not quite tenth, but um, <laughs> but. It, not necessarily doomsday, but I think they're both going to the same heart of this kind of tragic week. We went from first to middle of the table in no time flat. So, Sam, let's start with you. Uh, well, I mean, the obvious answer is that football fans overreact. <laughs> like, and football fans base everything on, like, the results. Um, so, like, one thing to note, I think we're two points off second. Uh, if Man United win their game in hand, I think we'll be four points off second. By the way, considering how much stick Ali Gunnar Solskjaer has got, the fact that if they win their game in hand, they'll be second is like kind of amazing. Um, but like, I think that overarching point with where we are is like <laughs> the Palace performance. I know that wasn't that was discussed on the last one, but like the Palace performance aside, do do we think that the performances against uh, Chelsea, Man City? Arsenal, uh, Liverpool and Leicester were all that dissimilar from one another. And I don't actually think they were. Like, I mean, it worked against Man City. It worked against Arsenal. Um, it worked against Chelsea. 0-0 away at Chelsea's great. Um, it didn't work at Liverpool. Um, but against Leicester, like, I don't think we were that much worse. 
Um, I don't think we were good, <laughs> but like, I think the underlying problem is like we we weren't creating enough. Like we, you know, we didn't need to against us. We scored two goals and they couldn't break us down. But like, Man City had a lot of the ball. They had a lot of shots. Like they were contested shots, um, and we scored two good goals. But like, if we're going to play like that, we have to be like relentlessly clinical. Otherwise, we're just like it's just not going to work. Um, and we've got the players to do it. It's just sometimes it doesn't work, and it didn't work against Leicester. But like, look at their chances. Other than the penalty. Like they, you know, they scored a deflected own goal. They had a bunch of block shots. I don't think it was that different to Liverpool. Well, well. Before we go into the matches, let's just talk more in general first. But Kevin, you wanted to respond to that? Uh yeah. Like I just think I kind of agree with Sam, where I think most of those performances are pretty similar um, in the way we played. I think the one outlier might be Leicester, just because we came out and looked dead, like we had no legs. Um, everybody just looked very nonchalant, like, uh, sloppy, not clinical, you know, but the big, the big thing for me is if Sam will love this, uh, if you look at all the underlying stats, we are, we, you know, this is, this is what should be happening to us. Um, you know, most of the time we're not creating a whole, whole lot of good chances and, you got to create chances, especially against Liverpool, Leicester. These guys, you got to do that to put goals in the back of the net. You know, I mean, we probably deserved a draw against Liverpool, in my opinion. We talked about that last week, or no, we haven't talked about that yet. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I'm not freak, I'm not panicking yet, but I do see some issues with Jose not being willing to change the style. Um, we talked about that with Poch a lot, um, and that was kind of a big downfall of his is he just he gets stuck in this like stubbornness of this is my way and I know it's good, but sometimes you just need to adapt a little bit. And Jose's usually good about doing that on the fly, but I feel like, you know, it, sometimes that's not enough. You need to be ready to change it before the match starts sometimes. Well, we're going to go to Joe next, but to, to your point, it's like if you're not going to create many chances and you have a good point to Kevin that we, we haven't been creating that many chances, you have to take the ch- chances you create. And you think of like some of the Bergvine ones that were missed, some of the hairy headers that were missed. Like if you're not going to create much, you, you've got to, to be clinical on the chances that you do have. But let's hear from Joe next. I know what Sam's saying in terms of the performance has been similar, um, but I would differ a little bit because I'd say that against Man City and Chelsea and Liverpool you've it was the right way to play against those teams I, I even include Liverpool even though we lost that game we made the four best chances like mm-hmm. we Sam will love this one RXG was better than Liverpool <laughs> in that game we we missed like three or four easier chances than Liverpool made so I think that just the ends justified the means in that respect with Liverpool City and Chelsea I agree with Kevin strongly that the problem is the lack of variation against in entirely different games. For example, going to Crystal Palace, Liverpool just went there and put seven past them. We went there and we played as though we were playing prime Barcelona in the new camp. You know, like it's it's I get playing I, I, I in fact I wouldn't even say I get playing like that. I actually endorse and approve that we play the way we did against Liverpool, the way we did against Chelsea, Man City. I think that's the only way we're going to get results in those games, to be honest, is to play that pragmatic approach. But 
you've got to mix it up a bit and you can't, I mean, what are we going to go to Stoke on Wednesday and play a, you know, play that tap? Like we need, there are certain games where that isn't appropriate to play. And I think to get to the point here, the, the approach against the Crystal Palaces of this world bothered me far more than the Liverpool game, which I actually thought there was a good uh, performance in. And we're going to get to Liverpool in a second, but let's hear from Sam on that point before we do. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Like you, everyone here knows, I was very skeptical of, of Jose uh, a lot. But like we spoke about Man City and Chelsea and Arsenal, and like and it, and it, it worked, and it's going to work sometimes. And we like we, we're giving up a lot of possession, but we look solid. Like we never in any of those games, like we didn't really look that much like conceding. Yeah, Chelsea had a couple of good chances, but like Man City, would, they had 22 shots, but they uh, here you go, they only amassed. 2.1 xg of 22 shots because they were all like into crowds of players from 20 yards out like and that's not going to score too often um actually against leicester if you take away the penalty we were pretty even on xg but penalty is like 0.8 xg so like, but like, it's um i don't disagree that it's bad the pro the, it's just it's frustrating <laughs> it's fine to deal with crap football when you're winning dealing with crap football when you don't win is not much fun um and like we have the players to play better and yeah i totally agree with joe crystal palace was just that was just obnoxious that we didn't try and attack until they equalized once we've gone one nil up yeah i mean i i think what we've run into is this run of matches and we're gonna we're gonna go to the uh um liverpool game to talk about next but uh, we, we run into this run of games where the Crystal Palace was the one where we really had to change it up. I think nobody is going to complain if like we play Leicester a little bit more counterattacking because they're a counterattacking team too. We're expecting like an open run of play. We're expecting them to come after us. When, they're, when we catch them forward, we're going to come back after them. And that didn't quite happen, but, um, but you can't fault the setting up that way for a, a, a Leicester um, or a, a Liverpool, but the Crystal Palace, that was very questionable. Like, why are we... They're decent on the tack, but, uh, but we should be able to take them head-on and, and walk away with a win. Um, and it does make you question, like, whether we've gotten too dogmatic in style, but, uh, but also I'm not sure if we're at the sky-is-falling point yet either. We, 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 we've hit a little poor point in the season. Uh, Joe? Yeah, and even more of moreover, Anthony, I'd say it's not just the style, it's the personnel. Like I I think that Sun and Fatigue uh Sun and Kane in particular are just shattered. They're fatigued because they didn't get a break. Why we brought them on for half an hour against um Antwerp is beyond my I, I can't comprehend the wisdom there. Um it, we're not rotating the squad, like Vinicius isn't getting a sniff in the league, like I know it's easy with hindsight to say, oh, we should have done this in that game and we should have done this. But I, I really, I remember saying before the Palace game, this could be a game where we just take Son and Kane, keep them on the bench. If we're drawing or we're losing, you've got them for second half if you need need be. Let's give Vinicius a, a chance instead of giving him garbage time against, you know, Lask and things like that. Let's give him a... Bale was ill. Maybe Bale would have played that game if if he wasn't ill, and maybe we would have mixed it up a bit. But there's been I've been surprised by the lack of uh, variation in terms of personnel as well. We just seem to be running the guy, the same guys, just ragged every every game. Yeah, Vinicius has looked good as well for yeah. like long spells in the games that he's played. I really don't understand it. I read a stat the other day. I haven't checked it, but that 
20 of our 25 goals have come from Son and Kane this season. Like, like that's yeah. totally not sustainable. No. <laughs> like, and, like, Son has been ridiculously clinical. He scored, like, 50% of his shots or something. Like, it's insane. Like, yeah, that's it's also, a ridiculous number. Like, he's a very good finisher, so he's going to get score a higher percentage than average, but, like, he's not going to score, like, one in every two shots that he has yeah. for all season. He's going to regress to the mean, and we have to have a plan after that. Like, you can't rely on just Son and, Son and Kane, especially with who knows what's going to happen with injuries. We've dealt with injuries with them in the past. But um, but I think this is probably a good place to move into the uh, Liverpool match. I mean, we can go to Kevin first on the uh, Liverpool match. So we took we, we played this match. Uh, it, we did set up very defensively like we've been doing, which I think is probably smart against the Liverpool. Um, they did get strike first and uh, Salah had that 26 minute goal we answered pretty fast with this the sun goal um and then we went to half and, and it looked like we might be able to see this out to the the draw and, and and at that point um despite the Crystal Palace result we were still even with Liverpool and we would have been uh ahead on goal differential we would still be sitting in first place if we had uh uh, worked out that result, but then the 90th minute, uh, Firmino scores, um, kind of a heartbreaker. Um, and, uh, that, that's out, that was all gone and out the window. So as devastating as this was, um, was the game plan bad or it just was, uh, did we get a little bit unlucky at the tail end of this or do, are we just not good at seeing these things out? This is the fourth match this season that we've uh, given up in the last 10 minutes, um, a le- uh, either a lead or draw. Uh, Kevin? Yeah, I mean, surprise, surprise, a set piece kills Tottenham. Um, yeah, I don't think you can blame the game plan. I mean, we could have won. <laughs> um you know, unfortunately, two balls went to Stevie B instead of Sun, basically. You know, if those dropped to Sun, he finishes them, you know. Yeah. Uh, if Harry buries the header from point blank, like oh how I, I don't even know how that's <laughs> possible to like hit it into the ground at an angle where it doesn't go in the net. Um, it's like if you just look at it, it seems incredibly impossible. But so, I mean, overall, I think we executed the game plan Jose wanted and it just didn't go our way. I mean, they had all of the possession. Um, you know, we pretty much sat back and were absorbing as much of it as we could. Um, I think most guys played well. If Stevie just finishes his, his, uh, his chances, you know, we're in a much different position, having a much different conversation right now. Well, to be um, fair to Stevie, like he may, like Sun might not have had those chances. He he may have only been open. Well, because I, I don't remember who it was, but one of the pundits after the game was talking about if you watch those plays develop, where Stevie is is normally where Sun where would Sun be. Is, yeah, it was. Yeah. I think it was Tim and Howard. Just, Tim yeah, Howard said it, that he, he, he would have that typically. Sun was yeah. just not in his normal position. You it's know, because so. they were marking Sun, and that's what they like. I think the plan was to pull. Pull, well, it's a good pull, plan pull when 20 of our 25 goals have come from two guys to stop yeah. one of them. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah, so, so I mean, I think that was the plan. Like, okay, well, they're not marking Stevie. Like, let's give him the ball in front of that. And, and it, it, he could have executed it. And I'm not going to blame him for missing 
those two opportunities. I mean, that shit happens. I mean, yes, like we want to see him get those, especially for his career at Tottenham. Like we want yeah, him. He's got like twenty four games or something with appearances without a goal now. Yeah, but but regardless, like you can't hold it completely against them for missing. Sam, you had a thought. Yeah, it's like overall, I don't think it was a bad game plan. Like they're, they're a better team than us. Like they just are. Like they won the league by what twenty five points last year. They like they're they're a better team than us. So like I think that setting up against them like that is fine. Um, the first half was a little bit worrying. Like like I said against Chelsea and City. Like, I, they had a lot of the ball, but I never really felt like they were going to, like, just pry us open. The first half, like, Liverpool had a few decent chances. Hugo made a number, a few deep, few good saves. And, like, yeah, they were getting better chances. We tightened up a lot after the break. And as Kevin said, like, one of those CBB chances goes in. It's a completely different game. Then we could, then Mourinho probably sets up shop. And, yeah, we'll be under barrage and we might have conceded. But, like, it's a completely different game. Um the one thing that I noticed that I, I don't think I'd noticed before is just how fast Bergvine is. Like, he is ridiculously quick. Do we think he's quicker than Son? Like, yeah, um, I, I think I think he is. And they put him on... The reason he was on that side was to counter Alexander-Arnold, so he'd work mm-hmm. back. And he did a good job defensively. On he did. He really yeah, he's did. a workhorse. Yeah. Like, yeah, he... he it, <laughs> I think it's <laughs> deceptively fast because his stature doesn't look like he would be fast but i think he's much faster than people think he is okay he's he's a pretty thick guy like he's yeah. like a, he's fucking jacked yeah but so yeah. is adama Traore is massive and he's like ridiculous well, he's also like a, not a human being so yeah, that Traore's. he's like an alien or something yeah like he came from a different planet <laughs> No, uh, Serge had a very good match, this uh, this Liverpool one, too. I mean, and I know we're probably going to ha- have to talk about him with the Leicester match a little bit, but um, but I-, I think he was pretty good here. I mean, he certainly handled his man, marked his man well. He didn't, didn't make any mistakes in this one. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, I agree. He was my, well, spoiler alert, he would be my MVP. He <laughs> played great. Um, I think the, the thing with Serge is, and I don't want to go into the the Leicester game too much because we're focusing on the Liverpool game here. But you, he is. We've always said this about him. He's got the highest ceiling, right? When he's on his game, he's our best fullback by a long. He's one of the best in the league, and he'll probably be at eight out of ten most of the time. But then when he's bad, it's like he's like zero out of ten bad, and that's the that's that's just his. That's just ingrained in his, uh, that's just him, right? So it's never going to change. And I think we just take the rough with the smooth with Serge because I think we're going to get more games like Liverpool game. And we might get a couple like the Leicester game where he gives away an utterly mind-bogglingly stupid penalty. But I think it outweigh, the Liverpool games at the moment are outweighing the bad. And um, yeah, I just, I agree with you, Anthony. I thought he was excellent against Liverpool. Kevin? Yeah, it- I, mean, I think it was Sam or Joe in our group chat said Serge is like our most improved player, like of all time, maybe. Um, like he's, yeah. I mean, he, like Joe said, he brings so much good that it's almost worth the bad. It's just like the bad sometimes just comes in like the worst times. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I think what he did to Mane in the corner in the Liverpool game where he just like completely bodied him off the ball. And just was like, he made Mane look like a child down there. And, and that's, that's a very not good like, player. Yeah. And I mean, like, 
I mean, he's one of the best players in the world. Um, I mean, I don't, I mean, Serge is the captain of his national team. Like, I mean, he is a personality. If you follow him on Instagram or anything, he's always like happy and like with his teammates, joking, having fun. Like he has to be fantastic to be around in the locker room as well, as well. So like Joe said, you know, just got to kind of accept that he's going to make some moronic mistakes and just enjoy the good when it's happening. Um, but he has yeah. been a joy to watch this year for sure. Yeah. I mean, like if you can't enjoy the surge and some friendship on social media, then you don't deserve to live. It's just like, they're just brilliant. <laughs> go. But like, they also, like you remember when, when we signed Matt Doherty in the summer and everyone was like, this is great. Like he's a proven prem player and stuff. And like, now I'm like, I like he's our backup right back. Yeah. Like, I mean, Do- Doherty hasn't, you know, I don't think he's got anywhere near the level that he's capable of. I don't yeah. think that's unfair to say. Like, yeah. at the moment, I think if we offered Docker to, stri- to Southampton for a straight swap for Carl Walker-Peters, they'd laugh at us. So, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, but, like, so everyone was really happy when we signed him. And now, like, Serge has been great. Like, I'm not going to say he's the best right back in the league. Like, I know he, he has the potential to be, but, like, or to be a nice day, but, like, He's been really good to watch, and I was one of his harshest critics. Lucas, who's not on this call, would uh, be the complete opposite of me. <laughs> I'll be fair to Doherty. I, I still think that we've got to give him a chance because he came. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he came in as a wing back, and we asked him to be a right back, and he, he's he's learning that position. Like where he excelled was when he was driving into the box and was given pretty free reign. With yeah. the Wolves prior, and he doesn't really have that with our system, which is a more defensive system. So give him a chance to learn it, or give him some opportunities where he can do that. Like I was actually kind of excited when the last uh, Europa League match, I believe it was, where he was given like it, there was three at the back and uh, uh, like two wing backs, and I'm like, oh, this could be fun. But he, I didn't see much out of him, and I was kind of disappointed. I was like, this is your opportunity. Show me what you can do, but. Um, but I, but I think there's still a player there, and I'm glad that Serge is Serge right now. I'm glad that we have a Doherty behind him uh, that uh, may be able to grow into the position as well. Um, yeah, I, just to be clear, I'm not I'm not writing Doherty off yet. I'm not. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I know you're not. I, I wasn't suggesting that, but um, but uh, just defending him. I, I like he's a player that I'm defending until I uh, uh, um, I feel he's completely cold. Um, but um, any. Further thoughts on Liverpool before we go to MVP, LVP? Uh, Joe? Very quickly. I I didn't see anyone really mention this, but I think Jose is a little... He's got a bit of an issue at centre-half because we concede in... Like Kevin already mentioned it, we concede in our set-pieces. And as great a defender as Toby Alderweireld is, he's he's been a brilliant player. He's got so many talents at the back, but he's not that strong in the air. And if you think back to Calvert-Lewin's goal and the opening day of the season, Firmino just did exactly the same thing. Um, and there's been a couple of others that I'm uh, escaping my mind at the moment where we've let, where Toby's man basically has scored off a set piece. And uh, knowing the stickler Mourinho is for that kind of goal, I would be expecting him to maybe look at another centre-back in the in January. Not to say Toby's useless and we've got to get rid of him, but I just think that will concern Mourinho. Do you think that... It, it's aging. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Sam. The Firmino, was the Firmino go 
Toby or was it Dyer? No, like, Dyer was laying like, on the ground outside <laughs> the box. Yeah, yeah, did, yeah that's what. That's sorry. That's what I mean. Like, do we think Dyer like went down too easily on that one? Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, and uh, he did it again in the Leicester game. I don't know yeah, if you saw like, that. He went down very was, soft. That's just trying to win a free kick or what? But it seems, obviously, if you it's, don't, it's almost you like don't Jose that, tactics. Like, you know, it, like, it might well be a Jose tactic. Like yeah. with VAR, if you go down in the box, they'll probably give a foul to the defender but yeah I just think that's a bit of a, an issue for us is defending goals off set pieces and Dyer's a great penalty box defender Dyer's got his limitations as well but one of he if you just put him in the penalty box and have teams like Arsenal did pump crosses in he's just going to head it like that's his bread and butter he's going to 100% of the time win those but Toby I think he's a little uh a little weak on those. He's, yeah, Dyer's another one that's in the conversation for one of our most improved players. Like He's been absolutely brilliant at times at centre-back this season, and I don't think that any one of us would have said that about him at centre-back last year or the year before. No, definitely not. Like he, he, It definitely has been a great season for Dyer. Uh, Kevin? Yeah. At what age do you think one of his coach noticed how large his head was and was like, you need to be like just heading balls out of the box constantly for us? Well, we, we signed him and he was like a sparky, full, like ranging right forward back. right back. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. played a right back. Yeah. Yeah, and I see he scored on his debut against West Ham. For yeah. some reason, our right back was running through yeah. into the centre forward position. Whereas we were sending everybody men. forward. Yeah. But we only yeah. had 10 men at that point. So it yeah. was I, was in a, I was in a West Ham bar, like, for oh, that yeah, match, I was the only Tottenham f- fan and just lost my. Sh- I was not knowing where I was at that. F- I was very <laughs> drunk as well. It was like it was a six a.m. game or five thirty a.m. game. Just that morning, drunk, like no care in the world. Just <laughs> lost my mind when that went in, and then I looked around and I was like, "I better <laughs> shut up." <laughs> well, I don't even think that was his. Wasn't that was that that was still under Sherwood or was that AVB? Oh. Uh, it was uh, that was Potch's. It was game. Potch. Yeah. Oh, Potch, Potch, Potch was already there. Okay, yeah. So did Potch sign him? Or yeah. Signed yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he... that's. Uh, yeah, I just. Uh, he, that wasn't ever his position. I think they just asked him to do that job. Um, they were trying to figure out how they were going to use this team, and at that point, and it was. A, but it, regardless, that's old school. Dyer has, has had this revolution, and that's the exciting part. Uh, but I think this is a good spot to go to uh, MVP, LVP for this one. So let's start with MVP, and we'll start with Sam first for MVP. Uh, I'm going to steal Joe's idea and say Serge. Like, it was, it's a toss-up between Serge and Hugo for me on this one. Um, but Serge, like, Mane was, you know, front-runner for Player of the Year last year until, like, De Bruyne and somehow Jordan Henderson came through at the last minute. But he was amazing last year. He's been great this year. Like, and he was kept really quiet. Most of their threat... From what I remember, I was working during this game, so I didn't watch it as intensely as I normally do. But the uh, like most of the threat came the other side through Salah, and like the and um, yeah, it's uh, so it's surged for me. Okay, uh, Kevin. Uh, I agree as well that it was between Hugo and uh, Surge, but hard to give a goalkeeper man of the or MVP when he gives up two. Unless whether they're his fault, whether yeah, whether whether it's his fault or not. So, I'm gonna say Serge. Um, you know, part of it's probably just the overall season he's had that makes you want to give it to him in this one because it's hard to give it to anybody else really. Like who stood out as like a MVP? I don't yeah. know. So Serge is my pick. 
Yeah, it was a defensive strategy, so it's tougher to pick. Uh, Joe, and you, you had Surge as well. Yeah, everyone already pretty much hit on my points. Good, I agree, Surge. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll say Surge as well. We'll make it a clean sweep. I bet uh, this is the first time ever that Surge has been a clean sweep for MVP <laughs> in a match. Especially it's as quite, we lost as well. <laughs> quite possible, yeah. Um, I am um, going to start the LVP. Um, and like I, and I, I'm struggling with this one a little bit because I don't think we did horrible. I mean, I could pick on Ben Davies, but I, I think I'm, I'd more be picking on Ben Davies for getting the start here. Like I really wanted to see Regulon against, uh, um, against Liverpool to start um but geez uh i mean you could get pick on toby for uh, um the, the the second goal being maybe at fault or dire for taking the dive but dyer's played so well um geez i i shouldn't have gone first but i, I was gonna I'm say gonna, <laughs> uh, i i guess i'll go I guess I'll go Toby because that second goal, I I think like he could have prevented that if he was a little bit better at that part of his job. I mean, I think he was great with the distribution. Like I think he definitely cleaned up some messes, but um, I'm just going to say, because that's that, that second goal that killed us. If we had gotten the draw, this would be a completely different season for us. Like, I mean that, that not preventing that goal changed our season. So, I'm sorry, Toby. Uh, Sam, let's go to you next. Um, I think it's easy to say Bergvine because of the two missed chances, but I think he did enough going back defensively there. For me, it was the Celso, I think. I mean, again, I wasn't like, I was watching, but not as intensely. Like, I know the Celso had the assist for Son, and I know he nearly put Bergvine through, but like, they're just every time I seem to like pay attention to him, he like gave the ball away, like turned into a dead end. Like, it's like he just wasn't as good as he normally is um and he got skinned a couple of times in the center of midfield whereas but like Bergman did a really good job defensively so between those two but i'm going glc well and, and that's fair too like and we haven't talked about the fact that we started lacelso over in dombele uh in in this match and um and maybe that was a an error in judgment as well. Maybe not necessarily Lacelso's fault, but um, but maybe well, Anthony would have been better equipped for this. We can't start them both because they both need to come off after seventy minutes for some yeah, reason. <laughs> well, that's the problem. Uh, obviously, that's. The, uh, but but still, it seems like Ndombele may have been the better start in this one. Uh, but I can't necessarily blame Lacelso for that. Kevin, who do you have for LVP? Uh, it's hard to not say Steve. I mean. Missing those chances as much as he did on the defensive side of the ball, it's hard for me to forgive that. Uh, missing those, I mean, that's part of his job, or it should be at least, is scoring goals and having two chances like that and not taking them. Uh, I got to give to him. Honorable mention are all three of our subs. I don't think any of them came on and did anything for us. I think it was a uh, very yeah. Kind of blah from all three of them. Uh, who, who even came on? Lucas? Regian just Lucas, gave the ball yeah. away like every time he touched it. Uh, Delhi came on. Delhi. You kind of want him to show something, you know, like some fight. Especially against that chance in Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean. I just don't, as much as I love him, like I just, he seems very disinterested in Tottenham at the moment. Um, you know, he seems frustrated. He does not seem very happy. Yeah. Uh, I saw I think... 
I saw that we were going to block any kind of loan really? uh, move for him. Uh, Jose and the club want him to stay and fight for his position, which I think that's just going to make him more upset. So this seems like a maybe it's a this, good this, time, this, this I, I don't know. I feel it's like this might be classic Jose of like he's got a guy that he fucking doesn't like. No. Like I don't think Jose likes Delhi, and I think he's just fucking him over. Um, oh, that's that's cynical. That's I, cynical, Kevin. He, <laughs> jo- he's known for it. Like, yeah. I, he's, I mean, he's this, this is what around. Jose does. Yeah, at every like, club this is the toxicity club, yeah. that. Man United and Chelsea talk about that he brought to the club at the end of his tenure. Like he does this to guys, and yeah, I mean, to, if if they are actually going to block a loan, I mean, Delhi's trying to get into the Euros. You know, yeah, like, we, I mean, I don't, see, I, I don't, I, don't I think it's very. If he wants to be loaned out, I think it's very nasty to not at this point, especially well, if someone honest, like that's all. Yeah, right, like, he's just wasting. Especially if someone like PSG are interested, we've discussed this before. I think it'd be good for everyone involved. Like he would yeah. get, he would get games at PSG. I think he'd do quite well in that league. Like his style of play. Like I don't think he's going to go to the Euros. Like there's too many players that. No, there's too many in his position. He did, Madison, well, Southgate Sancho, doesn't. Like, he doesn't play number ten, does he? Even Grealish has only just got in the team, and he's been like twenty times better than Delhi in the last year. Of, insane uh, that Grealish is just getting into that. Team, yeah, and, and, yeah, and then you, then you have Madison, who's also not really getting into the team, and he's been lights out for Leicester. Like, yeah, anyway, I can't see Delhi going to the Euros, and it's sad because when he but was eight, in nine, his six, in his mind, he's got to play to have a chance, right? Yeah. Yeah, like of course, he has yeah. no chance if he's not playing. So yeah. I can't imagine him not wanting to be loaned. And then if we're gonna block that, I just it seems nasty to me. Seems very Jose, the yeah. the the negative of Jose that everybody talks about. That we haven't really experienced, which is something I mentioned in the group chat the other day. Like, we're fu- this is like the first real kind of rough patch we've hit with under Jose. Like, y- you can excuse like the right after he started because everybody's kind of everybody had the high, it, and then it's it, hit. He had injuries and stuff. Yeah. This is a everybody's healthy, and we're struggling. And the media is talking about us. He's clearly getting frustrated with the media. Um, yeah. you know, not as much as Klopp has been. But uh, you know, I don't know. It's 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 going to be very interesting to see where he goes and the the narrative he translates communicates to to us through the media. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. Well, that was a good good sidetrack, but we're still on yeah. Joe LVP. Sorry, we'll let Joe <laughs> say, we went around there. We've gone around the globe there. And, um, yeah, no, Kevin makes some good points about Delhi, though. I I, I do agree with you. Um, uh, I mean, he only got a few minutes in this game, didn't he? I think LVP, I am going to say Stevie. And I know it's harsh because I actually don't think the one that hit the post was that easy a chance. Like, it came at him really quickly. He had a good first touch. And it wasn't like he was in the middle. Of, like, Kane's miss was worse than, than Bergwijn's. Yeah. But, and Kevin hit on this, I think when you play as a quote-unquote attacking player, even though he does a defensive role for the team, you have to score some goals. And it's, again, someone already talked about, I think Sam said, Kane and Son are scoring like 85% of our goals or whatever it is. And he is one of the front three. He has to score some goals. And when you've got two one-on-ones in a game of that magnitude, that can be huge, pivotal moments, and you miss them both. That's why I'm giving him MVP, because he had 
the first chance. Oh, right at the start of the second half. LVP, sorry. He had the, the start of the second half. He had a chance. He put it wide. And that was like his, you know, that's his first chance. Then the second one, you've got to be confident. You've got to make sure. And to miss two like that, I think, is 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 unfortunately enough to be a tipping point for LVP. So Yeah, I mean, if either of those go in, it's a completely different match. And, uh, and, yeah. and it's it was... Certainly unfortunate. I feel bad for the guy that he missed those opportunities because he got those opportunities and and he hasn't been getting them because he kind of has been doing the defensive grunt work in the front line, uh, like the guy who gets back and does all the the leg work so Kane and Son can free up to to do what they do best. Uh, but this was the match that like uh, Kane and Son were marked well and and he was the the man who could have uh, been the hero and and he wasn't. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that's a fair LVP, uh, even though it's hurtful to a guy that I do think has a lot of promise. And I have been liking what we've been seeing. And I'm still trying to feel out what his role in the squad is in a Jose squad. But I think he, he is good for that squad. I, and clearly, Jose seems to like him. He's been giving him a lot of starts uh, in, in in the Premier League. So, um, so uh, hopefully... Jose signed him as well, right? Like, so yeah, like, like, yeah, but, yeah. But he said he was his like fourth choice or something. He, he went, <laughs> went, when, uh, of course he when did. Levy got him, he was like, oh yeah, but I mean, he wasn't my first choice, but you know. But uh, you're right though. I think he does like him, um, Anthony. I do think he likes him because he's he is very technically adept and he does work very hard and he does have a lot of a kind of tenacious and also discipline the kind of discipline attributes that um, Jose likes. So I, I think he's got a bright future, but this, he just needs to start scoring the odd goal here and there, and that will really uh, help. Well, I, I think we got to move the conversation along to uh, the second match, which I think this was a bit more of the heartbreaker. Like Liverpool, losing away to Liverpool is, uh, yes, like we wanted the win here. We wanted a draw. We wanted to get something out of it. Um, what it meant for us in the league was huge. But it's also not unexpected, uh, and this is something that we've gone through for years and years, like we usually lose at Liverpool. Um, Leicester, this was not necessarily the case. This was a match that Leicester came to our home. Um, they, they were nipping at our heels. We had the, the Liverpool loss, but we, we played our game plan right, and it looked like we were um, gamers. Um, and then we had this Leicester game where it looked, well, they looked lethargic in the first half, I think. Um, we we made the substitution at halftime uh, for, and Dombele, and then Lacelso got hurt. We had, we had both Ndombele and Lacelso playing, but then once he took Ndombele off, Lacelso got hurt like, right, like two minutes later. And, now we have no like real uh, focal point of our midfield attack. Um, th- there was this travesty that happened in this match that um, is tough to get past. Like th- this one seems to hurt more. What do you think, Kevin? Yeah, I think we said last week. You know, this was kind of in the grand scheme of things, the bigger of the two, um, the one we needed three points from or at least, you know, a draw, I mean, for fuck's sake. Uh, we just came out flat. We looked hungry, especially in a game where you lose a heartbreaker, you really want to see, like, a reaction. And this was not the reaction any 
fan wants to see. Everybody kind of coming out, not looking great. Um, huge, like you mentioned, Anthony, the injury to uh, Geo after already subbing Ndombele off fucked us. Um, but we were already in big trouble before that. I don't think that was yeah. like the, the game changer or anything. Um, Serge's penalty is just, you know, <laughs> like, what do you even say about it? Like, he doesn't look, he just runs it through a guy in the box, like, doesn't even look for the ball, doesn't try to get the ball, like, nothing. He just, like, doesn't know where he is on the pitch, I guess. That's it's, the only explanation I can come up with. Yeah, in that surge thing, I mean, that's certainly the story like, of the game. Joe? Because if he does that a yard to the right, we're all fine with it, but he doesn't know that he's in the corner of the box. It's just so frustrating to see, you know. That... Yeah. Joe? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was utterly idiotic, beyond belief, and right at that stroke of half time as well. You couldn't have you just couldn't have done a more stupid thing if you tried. Um but I this game we were terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um I like I agreed with Sam's like summary at the start of the, the episode here when he talked about the performances being similar in, in some regards lately, but I to me this is the outlier because we were just awful in this game. Um, it reminded me of about this time last year. You remember when we played Chelsea at home last year and we lost 2-0, Willian scored two goals. It, it was an almost identical performance from us this game in that we just, we did absolutely nothing. Like, other than the chance that Son had when it got flicked on and he missed, uh, the Kasper Michael did a good save. We had absolutely zero in this game, we created nothing. We looked totally devoid of ideas, but, but every other team, be it, well, with the exception of Liverpool, every other team is doing this though. Wolves, Leicester, look around at these teams, maybe not Man United because they're on a good run at the moment, but Leicester just lost consecutive home games to Fulham and Everton. Wolves beat Chelsea, then they lose to Villa and they lose to Burnley. Like, the nature of these games, like two games every three or four days for two, three weeks, is just going to kill normal teams because you cannot maintain a high standard of performance constantly. You're going to have a good game and a bad game, a good or whatever. And we kind of wasted our good game against Liverpool and got nothing. And then we have a really bad game against Leicester. Um, I don't want us to overreact to this because with that in mind. Yeah. Uh, Kevin? Yeah, like almost wish we would have just shat the bed against Liverpool and right. not given a fuck and came out and played well here. Yeah, um, yeah you know, it's just like uh, it was a it's weird because Leicester, we played Leicester like bottom half of the table teams play Leicester when they go to Leicester yeah. and we were at home playing them. Um, we just like let them have control of the ball. And funny, funny enough, like, Vardy's actual like chance came off of their counter, right? Like they didn't actually create anything much off of when they had the possession of the ball. Um, and I'm looking at the stats and it's 57% them, 43 us. It felt like a lot more Lester to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Sam. The, uh, so I don't, I'm going to get a lot of stick this. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the main difference between the performance against Liverpool and City and this performance to me was that we just happened not to create as much. Like, they, we, like 
we fucked up final balls or passes in the midfield and stuff. If you take the penalty out of it, which, by the way, as we've has been assessed, is the most ridiculous penalty to give away ever. He could not have been further in the corner of the box if he tried, going away from goal. And, like, not even, like... So just barged into him. Like, you can't yeah. even, like, you can't even no, pretend you're trying to get the ball. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's a yellow card if you do that in the, on the halfway line. Like, anyway, yeah, like, like you take that out. The, like, the, the chances, they had more chances than us, but most of them were, you know, block shots and stuff. <laughs> you know, Kane missed another header, right? Am I, yeah. I'm not remembering that yeah. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. The, sun, the, sun, the sun chance was good, but, like, it's just we were more clinical. We were just clinical on the break in the other games. Like I feel like the defensive performance wasn't actually that dissimilar to the other ones. This time we just happened to concede two. One of which was a stupid penalty. One of which was a deflected own goal. Um, it's just we weren't as good on the. We we just weren't as good on the counter. Like there's like that. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, but sorry. just just on that point though. Like I think Leicester played us better than the other teams you mentioned because City. With their quality and Liverpool, of course, with their, they're just going to go at you. They don't give a shit what game plan we play. They're just going to play their game, right? Whereas I actually think Leicester, it was like a bit of, we kind of cancelled each other out. It was a very poor quality first half where we're both, like I think Kevin said it, or maybe Anthony said it earlier, we're both counter-attacking teams. And it was almost like a boxing match where neither wanted to throw a punch because you don't want to be the one who makes a an error. And that's what it felt like to me. And then obviously the error comes from Surge, but I so I kind of disagree that the level of performance I think was much sub par in this game than the others. I thought we played well. I thought we played our game really well against those other teams. In this game, I just didn't think we. I don't think. I mean, we've got to give credit to Leicester. They learnt from last year when we beat them three nil, when we basically went in their half three times and scored every shot we had in that game, right? So Rogers learnt from that, and he didn't want Leicester to make the same mistake. So he played a more cagey game. So I think the difference is Leicester played us better, as well as the fact that we were shit in this game. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> so I, use a technical I, term. I, I, I think you're right, and like I think like uh, we need to change up the narrative. Like, and and you you have did that have have a peg break to two defensive boxers taking on one another. Nobody wants to take the jab because they're worried uh, about leaving the opening. And I think we just need to, to come after them with a, a strong right hook. Like, it, even if it was like, okay, 15 minutes, we're going to just come at them and, and, and see what we can pull off. Like, um, yeah, but this is like, Jersey's done that this season. Like, the second half against Southampton, the whole game against West Ham, apart from the first, uh, the, the last 10 minutes, like, yeah. uh, the whole game against Newcastle, like, we were yeah. fucking all over them and we were going for it. So I don't know what's changed and why we I didn't agree. do that. Like, like we would, until the last week, the last three games, we were like, we'd scored one goal fewer than Chelsea, who had scored the most goals. Obviously, that's changed now. <laughs> With Liverpool scoring seven and Man United scoring six. But, like, we, we it's not like we were playing like this. Like, I think to be fair, like I think a big part is what we already talked about with uh, the 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 geo injury so class close after halftime. Like our plan probably was to come after them pretty hard after halftime, um, but then we were left with our substitutions and um, like okay, so we we brought on uh, Lucas um, in. 
like Lucas does not replace uh, LaCelso in the the midfield. Like it, it, yeah, like okay, we have an extra attacker on that's going to be able to dribble the ball into somebody where they lose it. <laughs> like it's it's not uh, it, 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 like to be fair. Like and maybe it's a substitution problem by Jose in this case, but we. I think the game plan probably was to come out after them at, in the second half, and maybe it could have been executed if it hadn't been the unluckiness of that injury, which may have been being overplayed. Like, maybe we can't use Geo as much as we have, but... Um, but well, we were glad in the play. first half, though, weren't we, Anthony? Like, we, we were shit in the first. Like, the, I, yeah. I agree that injury was unlucky because we changed Ndombele and then Lo Celso got injured. That's bad luck. But the first 45 minutes were pitiful. Like, we, we didn't even have a, We didn't even have a shot for the first, I think, 36 minutes or something. Yeah. Like, a single shot. Like, it's like, like, that's, like, that's insane. Like, it doesn't matter how we set up. Like, we should not be doing that. Even though Leicester are a very good team, like, we should not be setting up like that at home. Yeah. I agree. I totally agree with you. I think that should only be against Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea. Like it, it's embarrassing to be honest. Doing it against mid, no Leicester, a good side. I'm not saying they're a mid-table side, but doing it against Palace was even more of a, a joke. But like you say, Sam, we did it against Palace and we uh, Southampton, sorry, and we scored what five goals in that game. United. Yeah. All right, they were down to ten men, but we were already playing really well when they got the man sent off. And I think Jose's overplaying his hand a bit with this um, deep lying block that we play every game, and it's worked some games. So let let's do that again. Let's do that again. But you've you've got to mix it up a little bit. And I hope we do in the next few games. He got so much praise in the media from like after the Chelsea game, the City game, the the, yeah. the Arsenal game. Like, oh, it's a Jose masterclass. Do you yeah. think that's played a little bit into his? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> of course, he's got the biggest <laughs> ego on the planet. Like, basically, like, of course. Yeah. Like of all, like to go from Potch to him is like complete polar opposites, right? Like Potch probably did not give a fuck about what the media said. Like he was very short with them in interviews. Like a lot of times he would like pretend like his English was shitty, so he didn't have to answer questions. Like uh, Jose is eating all of that up and taking it in, so of course it's playing into it. And it's just, it's it's we he's got to. He's got to get some creativity, some variety, and we have the guys to do it. That's the other frustrating thing is, like, we've seen us play very attacking football with basically these same guys or very similar players. Like, we can attack. Like, it's it's very, like, frustrating to not do it when we can. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, it's, it's also very hard to go against a manager like Jose, right? Like, I mean, he's... He wins titles. He wins trophies everywhere he goes. So yeah. he knows what he's doing. But at the same time, it's just as a fan, it's very frustrating to watch. No, yeah. the qu- the quadruple's still on. Don't worry about it. It's, it's <laughs> it, is, it is still on. It is still on. I well, mean, um, I mean, I I think like some of this was like uh, Winks became our midfield. Uh, it wasn't the direct sub for Geo, but like. You know, once it it was clear that we were we had nothing in the left in the midfield. Winks came on, and and that wasn't enough to power us uh, uh, through a, a a match that we were already losing. Um, uh, any quick? It looks like Kevin has a quick thought before we get to MVP LVP. Yeah, um, I I just want to talk about Bale for a little bit. 
Oh, like, we got to talk to him about Bale, yeah. Yeah. He just doesn't bring anything. Like, I want him to so badly. Yeah. But, like, I mean, you get his free kicks, right? I mean, but even a lot of his free kicks have not been close. You know, like the one against Leicester was not a great... It was a very... He's very far away from goal, so it's obviously a very hard thing to do to score from there. Like, I'm some fat guy in America, like, so I'm not going to criticize his free kicks, but he just, like, he can't sprint. It seems, I don't know if he can't or he won't. I'm not sure. Uh, but a lot of times, he just, he's very lackluster, you know? Like, you get moments of brilliance from him, like some dribbling or getting out of a hole or something, but... Like on in this, like he, I don't. Other than the one free kick, I don't remember him doing anything. Like I yeah. don't even remember him on the pitch really, other than fixing his hair when whoever it was for Lester hit him in the head and he had to refix his man bun. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I, I, was like, talk, I was talking to Peter and I mentioned like like anytime I saw him to touch it, like there he got a touch. You know, he's uh, it was. What was few and far between, Sam? Yeah, I feel like he's looked. I feel like I think it was Joe that actually said this. Like, I feel like he's, he looks like he still has quite a bit about him, like exactly when he has the ball, um, but otherwise not. Like, I mean, you know, when he his debut for his second debut against West Ham, like he dribbled past a couple of defenders and then missed like a relatively easy chance, like he put it wide. Um, and there's been moments of that, but like you've got to remember, he hasn't played for two years. Like he's hardly yeah. played for two years. Joe, sorry. No, no, I'm, I didn't mean to cut you short there, Sam. But you, yeah, like the fact he's barely played for sure is is a factor. And to Kevin's point, he does look. I would say like he looks tentative. Like he never looks like he's in full flow. He always he almost looks like he's kind of in the warm up when he's playing. You know, like it's that. It, but but I. I think the thing with Bale is he's such a great player. That's not stopped. Like, he hasn't become shit, right? He's a he's a brilliant world-class player, but he's had these weird circumstances where he was ostracised in Madrid. He wasn't playing. And I think it's hard to just come into the physically demanding Premier League and be, like, at full pace. So I understand the stage-by-stage-by-stage stage stage phasing in that we're doing with him. But what just I'm going to say very quickly before I let Kevin go is I think if he has Bergwijn's chances against Liverpool, that's a goal. That's two goals. That's how good he can be. Like Brighton, he came on. He probably didn't do much in that game, but he got that very difficult header. It wasn't a tap in. He got a great. And that's what Bale will do. I think he'll when he if we if, if we are actually going to use him, he's not going to have amazing games like he used to in 2012 and score hat tricks and so on. But he's going to be. He's going to make chances count. He's going to be clinical because he's got so much quality. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm by no means writing him off or anything like that. Like, uh, it's just you want you want him to be that impact sub right now, right? Like, he, he's only got to do it for little spurts, and you just want more from him. And no. I, I think it's it's there. Like, I just don't – it's just frustrating. Like oh, you I, I want him to do what he did to Mike on. I want him to do it every single well, time. Yeah, obviously, obviously, <laughs> obviously, like, obviously that's what you want. But I mean, anything right now, you know, like you just want something to get excited about with him. Well, I mean, let's, 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 let's revisit once he's got another sort of sure. five, yeah. five or six starts under his yeah. name. I still got enough about yeah. him. Like, 
I think okay. that's very quickly. I think he's played the equivalent of five games, which isn't a lot of football. If you sure. add his minutes up, like, you know, 20 minutes here and there, you know, a half in Europa and so on. If you add it up, it's five or five games ish. It's not that much. But I, I take your point though on 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 that. Yeah, yeah, and I think we've hopefully second half we're working him into fitness and we're going to get something out of Gareth. But if nothing else, we've got kit sales. We've got we'll get a few clinical goals uh, over the season, and we have the excitement of, of having Gareth Bale back. I don't think it's a loss in any sense, no matter what happens. But uh, but hopefully we get some actual contributions to uh, to some wins. But let's do a speed round of MVP LVP because we've been going long in the half. Uh, so uh, let's start with Joe for MVP. Um, MVP in this game. Oh my gosh, you're looking at very. Oh God, it was such an awful game. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly struggling to think of anyone who played well. Dyer, I thought Dyer had a good game. He, he headed it a lot. <laughs> I'll give it him. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, uh, Kevin. Uh, I'm gonna say I, I. This is another first for four stars. First, I'm giving MVP and LVP to the same guy. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. That's Does that work? Jose? No, Serge. Serge. Uh. <laughs> Because I think he played, he he played great. Other than the penalty, like if he uh, if you can erase that ten seconds of the game, two I think seconds. He, I, I think he played amazing. Yeah. Uh, he was our best player leading up to that for sure. Like the entire first half, he was bossing it, he uh, stepped doing, up after, doing surge yeah. things, and yeah, and after I think he was great. Um, he did come off, which yeah. was a strange substitution to me. Because then we moved Sissoko to right back, um, yeah, but um, yeah, oh, I, I, like a mistake. I'm giving him MVP and LVP. Okay, uh, Sam. Um, MVP for me. I actually, uh, I'm going to go with Hoybier, even though he wasn't like as dominant as he has been for us, apart from his debut. Um, I think he did his job okay, and like the, like we didn't really create much. So I don't can't really give it to an attacking player. Dyer. Dyer did okay, but he was like he did get skinned a couple of times, like including the Madison goal that was that was ridiculously chalked off by VAR. Yeah, like, like, um, like that was like fortunately he was offside, but like that was on him as well. So like Dyer deserves a shout, but I'm going Hoybia. I'm gonna go Sissoko, not because he was fantastic, but because he did do a job that like he shouldn't have to do as well as his own job prior to that. Like, and he didn't make a horrible amount of mistakes. Like, I mean, I don't think he was a huge contributor to uh, either goal. Um, and, uh, but then he ha- had to play right back, and he, yeah, he wasn't great, but he did the job. And like, uh, to, be, to be that type of a machine, to be able to pull that out and just be a squad player, I'm giving it to him in this kind of crappy performance. Let's go to LVP. Um, I, I'm just going to say quick surge for me, uh, uh, Joe. LVP, I'm going to say surge just for the incredible idiocy of the penalty alone. I take Kevin's point that he did some good things, but when you do something as stupid as that, I think that has to supersede any good things and just be uh, on its own LVP-worthy uh, moment. And I know you're you're both, so uh, we'll go to Sam next uh yeah, I'm I'm Serge as well. Like he did he did okay until the penalty, but like <laughs> just right, like it's just the most ludicrous penalty I think I've seen us give away 
maybe ever. Like it was just so bad. Like he's good. Like he's good for three, four, five of those a season, either a penalty or a red card. Like, and if he fuck, so gets... we have like four more of those. To go? <laughs> well, hopefully not. Hopefully he's not. Hopefully has not. he? How many? Is that's like really his first real first, blunder yeah, of the he's, season, he's been, right? He's been. He's been. I fucking hated him. Like a part of the, <laughs> this season, he's been like legitimately good. Like right. he, it took me a while to adjust to like accepting that, but yeah, but like. Yeah, and like after he gave that away, he did get skinned quite a few times as well. Like it's it's just Serge. Sorry, Kevin. It's got to be Serge. Um, but that was a great half, guys. Uh, we have a lot to talk about in the second half. We actually are bringing back our trash talk segment and bringing Jordan on with us live, who's done trash talk for Stoke City in the past. So we are going to preview the Stoke City match and the upcoming Wolves match. But first, let's go to just a generic halftime, no halftime segment. Well, welcome back. Uh, thanks so much. And I want to introduce to the podcast, uh, uh, Jordan. So Jordan is our resident Stoke fan. So, uh, so uh, we brought him on the podcast because he, we thought he'd have some pretty good information. We normally do our trash talk segment. We're going to do it live and actually have a conversation with Jordan today. So welcome to the podcast, Jordan. Hey, thanks so much, man. Thanks for having me again. No, it's, I'm, I'm actually excited for this because we don't actually get to have the sit-down conversation with uh, with our traditional trash talk segment. And I think this will be an interesting one to have the conversation about. So we, we're kind of on this bad run. Um, we had the, the Liverpool match, the lesser match that we talked about in the first half, and, and now we have this, like, sandwich uh, match in the League Cup against Stoke City, and we, and we drew away, so we're going to Stoke. Uh, a team that we're familiar with, but not in recent years, um, and we've had to take on several times. Um, now, I'm not going to do my normal rundown here because I think Jordan will probably be able to give us much better information than I will on, on Stoke. Um, but they're currently 11th place in the league with tw- in the, the that's the championship league with uh, 20 points, six wins, two draws, and six losses. Um, so. Um, Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at Wolves, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whoa. What Wolves are in the championship. Seven, I thought Stoke were in the playoff spot, Jordan. You've been lying to me. You're 11th. God, it seventh place in the championship there right we now go. with 33 points, and that's nine wins, six draws, and five losses. I screwed that one up, so sorry, Jordan. Uh, but tell us a little bit about the, um, the team that we're going to be facing. Do you think you'll be playing a strong squad against uh, Spurs, or is this... Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think this is one of those. Um, I mean, it's it's probably been a very long time since Spurs have been in this situation. Maybe not, though. Just it's one of those matches where, um, you know, you might be having an opponent that's coming to your house. You're outmatched. But it's a, it's a real we've got to prove ourselves in this one uh, if we pretend to be promotion can, candidates again. Uh, this is the type of match where it's it's it's. It's going to be everything on the line for us. I think we'll put out the strongest squad we have. I mean, I think the most important thing for Spurs fans who haven't been keeping an eye on the EFL championship this year to know is that we had a real strong start to the season um, under Michael O'Neill, our current manager. Uh, But we've been plagued by immense injury problems in the past month and a half. Um, Kick it off. We we, uh, sold Jack Butland, our top line goalkeeper, to Crystal Palace. He still hasn't featured for them as far as I know. 
Um, that followed immediately by both Gunn and uh, Davies, our two keepers that we brought in to replace him being injured within a week of each oh, other. So we've brought in Joe Bursick, who's England's U21 keeper. We brought him back from a loan spell. Uh, I forget where he was. He might have been at Walsall. Um, so keeper's a big open hole for us right now. We we have a couple other options, to be honest with you. I'm not even sure who we signed as backup right now. We brought in an old kind of traveling veteran type. I can't remember his name. you got the ex-Liverpool guy. Is it Flanagan? Is that his name? Flan- it's like a 40-odd-year-old who's never... Yeah. 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 Yep. And, um, and so, but then we're missing a ton of outfield players as well. Joe Allen's still out for us. Uh, we just lost our leading scorer this season, Tyrese Campbell, to a season-ending knee injury. He's your uh, lead assist man as well, actually. I did the search... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, I, you know, the the headline coming into this is that you guys are traveling to our house, but we're beat up. Um, but I, I think it could still be dangerous. I mean, Michael O'Neill took over for us um, back at uh, what was it, late 2019, after we fired Nathan Jones after a horrible start to the season. He basically saved us from relegation uh, to League One. Um, so. You know, really, for me, this is a bonus season. If we stick this close to or make it to the playoffs, I'll be really happy, especially with the injuries we've been dealt. Yeah. Uh, how about Nick Powell? Is he, uh, he? He's a name that I saw bounced around. Um, he has five goals for you. He's he's towards the top rating of players and on your squad. He's he's been a good midfielder for us. And um, you know, while I think we're missing the likes of a Joe Allen in terms of someone that that really tracks back can hold the center of the midfield. Powell Powell's made up for that a little bit. Um, he's not a veteran necessarily, but it seems like he's slotted right in and, um, his goals have all been pretty much right place, right time, but, uh, he's there when he needs to be. So uh, one thing that you've got in your favor, Jordan, is that whenever a team has to play their backup keeper against us, they have the yeah. game of their lives. So the, fact, the fact that you're playing your fifth choice keeper means they're going to turn into fucking Zuby Zaretta or something. <laughs> like, in, like, in, a, in my research about this game, I discovered a few things. One was that Ryan Shawcross is still alive and playing for you. Apparently, and also, John Obi McKell. Yeah, they've got McKell. Yeah. I had no idea that John Obi McKell was playing. And there's a, a former highly rated Spurs player. Uh, Spurs oh, play. They've got Oakley. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Tayshon Oakley Booth is playing. Is he, do, is he playing much for you? No, he's not. He's right. not. Uh, there's a chance due to injury. I mean, uh, Obi McKell's coming back from a, a small injury. Uh, Maybe by Wednesday, but he's forty-two years old. That's a problem. He's old. <laughs> he's old. He's you know he's the kind of player that looks real good. Uh, you know, going to Luton Town or something. You know, someone who walks in there and he's going to boss the game around. But I think, you know, if he's even looking at a Harry Winks staring him down in midfield, it's it's not going to be good for us. I, I think we need to. Uh, that's a slight jab if you heard it, but uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. I, I think we've got to go with our strongest lineup, and at this point, Mikel's not in it. Uh, but we might see him on Wednesday, just out of necessity. That's crazy. Do you think attacking style or defensive style? O'Neal's really flexible, actually. You're, you're likely to see him really adapt to the opponent and adapt to the game. And he's he's won the fans over, not just with results, but because he's been willing to not just sit. You know, Nathan Jones took us to the brink of relegation in League One, or, you know, in that race anyway, because he refused to get out of his, I, th- I believe it was a three, five, two that he wanted to play every week. He wanted to play the, you know, that style. And we just didn't have the personnel for it. 
and so there's talk. I, I think we might go three four three against you, um, and that would be um, unfortunate. Like it looks like it could be Sam Vokes up top. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jordan, you're you're encouraging me. Like it's yeah, you're making me feel my, very good about it. That's not this is, I, I, three four three <laughs> against Spurs sounds good to us, but yeah, but but obviously like uh, we we've been in these matches before and uh, against sides much lesser than Stoke and and come away with them with not such good results. And granted, maybe that mm-hmm. wasn't Jose's team that seems to know how to come out of a cup competition with uh, a good result. But uh, Kevin? Yeah, to get it on to Spurs, the team that we actually care about. Fuck these guys. Uh, lo- love you, Jordan. Love you. Um, yeah, I think we put out a very strong lineup. Um, even with yeah. Wolves at the weekend, I think Jose sees trophy. It's a quarterfinal. I mean, I, I think he, especially with the last week, he's really going to want to win this. Um, so, you know, I think everything Jordan is saying is very, like I said, positive for us. I think, you know, this is a game Jose needs to go out and say, Harry, son, like, take over, score some goals, put it to bed early, and we'll get you off in the second half to, so you only have to play, like, hopefully 60 minutes. Um, uh, only three subs in the, the League Cup? If I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, I believe like so. Good. Yeah, I mean, I think it, that's I, pretty much the FA, right? Yeah, so. the FA has voted down the five subs, like, multiple times now, so I don't think that's ever going to happen. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think we put out a very strong lineup. So, um, yeah, I don't. I mean, it's – I know nothing about Stoke at this point. Um, sorry, Jordan. Uh, don't really follow them at this point. But with all the names that you've mentioned that are out – you know, I don't know who you have. <laughs> you know, like a bunch of people I've probably never heard of. Is, but Klukas, how about does Klukas uh, play for you, Jordan? Is he going to play? Some Klukas. He's quite a good player. He's injured. You're going to get a team out, Jordan. <laughs> gonna, we will. We will. <laughs> Harry Sutar? Harry Suter, yeah. Uh, the tallest Scottish person alive. Um, he's uh, kind of awkward looking center back. I think you'll like, if we play that back three, you'll see him for sure. But even if it's a back four, he'll be out there. Um, and uh, he's, he's been great for us. Uh, we, we brought him back kind of unexpectedly. He's a young guy. I think he's only 23. Um, but he's, he's your top rated player. According to uh fat mob right now. That's why I brought him up. But, um, no one's, no, one. no one's mentioned Spurs legend Kevin Vimmer yet. Uh, he's he's <laughs> he's, he's with us on paper, too. but I don't. Oh, feel... so Son is going to be very happy. He's going to see yeah. his best friend. Oh, he'll get to see his friend, and maybe they can go out for drinks. Uh, maybe and they, they definitely can because he's not even playing apparently. <laughs> no, I, I think Kevin Vimmer is likely in whatever Austrian hamlet he was hatched in. Uh, I don't <laughs> like. He's he's not playing for us and. He was loaned out twice during the. That's time. that is like the quintessential Levy deal. Yeah, you guys pay. <laughs> got like eighteen million. For yeah, this. so <laughs> much money for him. Incredible. Yeah. Well, um, we do have a question on this match, so I do we do want to get to that question before we go to predictions on this one. So, uh, uh, this one comes from Peter. 
so Peter asks us, uh, was the tired-looking performance against Leicester just a disappointing hangover from Liverpool, or does it present a rotation issue? Uh, we, go in, uh, we go into a must-win game against Stoke. I'm sorry, as we go into a must-win game against Stoke. Do Kane and Son start? Like that, and that, and Kevin, you brought up Kane and Son in the, this one. Do get, do we get do we think that we're going to go full balls to the wall and have Kane Son in this match this, to start? Uh, let's go with Joe first. I think we probably will because based on our Europa experience this season, you know, um, we we play teams in the Europa that are from like you know Bulgaria and. Uh, We've struggled against them. Austria, you know, we've even the qualifiers, we went to places like Macedonia and even with a decent team, we only just um, narrowly won those games. So I don't think we'll underestimate Stoke at all. You know, the championship's a really good league. We've seen that this season. You see teams like Leeds and even Fulham looking the good side now. Yeah. Um, and we, it'd be utterly foolish of us to underestimate a team that are in the promotion mix-up in the championship. So... I'd like to see some rotation. I think that was a good question that you just read there. And I think we are suffering from a lack of rotation. We talked about it already, but we don't want to change the whole team here and put out like, you know, complete backup players. I think it's going to be a gradual thing. Maybe keep Kane on the bench and play Vinicius, but but play Son or do vice versa play. I don't know. I, I think we'll play a strong team. But I am I am con- and Lucas or something instead. Uh, yeah. yeah, Lucas Bale to start. Surely this game you'd think that's a nailed on one. Um, but I, I I don't want us to go totally ridiculous and put like you know young players in and think oh we're going to win this game because that would be a, a bad decision. It's in my not opinion. a Jack Clark start. By any no, I, it's not. No, no. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I th- I think you're right, Kevin. Yeah, I think I don't know. I I think Sun looks more battered than Kane. So I think I would go with Kane if I was going to have to choose one or the other. But the other thing in my brain is like Kane is just waiting for an ankle injury this year. And like yeah. this is going to be going to Stoke, time, right? right? Like, well, Stoke, classic Stoke City, like when you were in the Premier League, if I go back five years, like yeah, I would like not that. want Kane in there against Stoke. But I don't know if that's your team right now. Are you guys like the hard tackle team right now, Jordan? I, I love that subtle dig at Jordan, by the way. Like Stoke in the Premier League back. If you go back five years. Yeah. <laughs> it's been three, by the way. Yeah. Three. <laughs> it is trash talk after all. Yeah. yeah. The last no, two I, were pretty rough, though. The last they, two they were. They were. Yeah, the, la- <laughs> the, the last one didn't look yes. like an inevitability. And uh, yeah, it was it was a painful few. You know, that's that's the... I mean, Kevin Vimmer might have been the straw that broke the the uh, bookie's back or whatever you want to call Peter Coates. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't I don't think that's our squad these days. Um, you know, we we've got big guys at the back. Nathan Collins, um, Harry Suter, as we already talked about. But just, you know, I I. Having watched a lot of Spurs this season as well, I, I would agree that I think Sun has, you know, he's he's played brilliant matches, but it seems like his his stamina has been lower than previous years, and it's to be expected. I mean, he's had the hardest travel schedule of of not of anyone in the team, but he was busy, uh, and he's had a pretty tumultuous past year, and I I think it would be natural for him to be seeking out a little bit of rest. And yeah, I, I do think that I'm gonna have to reckon with seeing Gareth Bale uh, on the wing probably tearing tearing ass down that left side so 
Uh, Kevin? Uh, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. Because <laughs> oh, I raised okay. my hand like five minutes ago. Not, you know, I don't know. I don't remember what I was going to say. This is terrible radio right now. We've got a good record at Stoke. We did four. There you go. The last two games, I'm just saying this to annoy Jordan, but last two times <laughs> we went there, I think we won 4 0, right, Jordan? Uh, w- w- one, one, two in 2018 was the last time we. Uh, oh, the last time we went there, yeah, we won two one. Oh yeah, that uh, we, was the won, fake won, goal by Harry, wasn't it? We've won the last five five times we played Stoke. Um, it was five one uh, when we played at our home. Uh, uh, four nil in 2017, February 2017, when we played at uh, our home as well. Um, last time. Uh, prior to uh, the the two one win um, was September 2016. We beat them four nil. Is the one I think you're thinking of, um, and and then four nil we beat them at their home in April 2016 as well. So um, so we did have those big results. Those were kind of like when uh, uh, Pochettino was at his best. I think uh, that that was kind of when we were really rolling teams over at that point in time. And Stoke was one of the teams that we seemed to roll over regularly. Kane <laughs> had hat tricks against and things like that. George's uh, reaction to that was quality. <laughs> but regardless, um, I don't think that, that this is necessarily going to be that match. And not with uh, Jose just trying to make sure we advance to the next round League Cup match. Uh, Sam, you have a quick point? You're on mute. You're muted, mate. You're, you're muted. Welcome uh, to 2020. You're on mute. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you have no idea how much I'm glad you said that last bit after you go, oh, well, this is a team we roll over because they're on their fifth choice keeper and it's perfectly set up for 1-0 Stoke. So you really needed to correct yourself, which you did, and I'm very happy about it. Yeah. No. Well, I think that's probably a good po- point for us to go to predictions on this match. Um, and Jordan, you're more than welcome to stay with us as we talk about we preview the Wolves game next. Um, I know you follow Spurs enough that you probably have some stuff to contribute regardless. Uh, but let's uh, let's start with predictions first, and we'll start with Sam, and we'll do Jordan last. Um, I mean, <laughs> I mean I've, I've got a predictor win. I know we're away, um, but, like, you know, we're top six and they're in a division below. I, I mean, I don't know what Jose's going to do. I suspect he really wants a trophy this season, and this will probably be quote-unquote the easiest. So I suspect he puts out a pretty strong team. Maybe a few rotations, but I'm still going to say, let's go with, let's keep it tight. 2-1 us. Okay. 2-1 us. Do you want scorers as well? Give scorers as well, yeah. All right, I'm going to go 2-1 us. I'm going to go Vinicius in optimism that he gets started. And uh, Giovanni Lo Celso. He's okay. injured, mate. Then probably not Gio Lo Celso. I forgot he got injured last game. Um, all right, then I'm going to go Ndombele. Okay. Uh, Joe? Sam, Sam read my mind. I, was, I think it's going to be tight. <laughs> um, even with all their injury problems that Jordan told us about, I still think they're going to be so up for it. They do have some good players. They're doing well this year. It's going to be hard. 2-1 to us, though. And I agree, Vinicius for one, and who got the other one? Son for the for the other goal. Okay, Kevin. I'm gonna say one nil. Um, Tottenham, obviously. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna say Harry scores the goal. Winks, 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, Harry Winks. Yeah, no, Kane. Okay, it might be just another one of those air balls in yeah. the sixty yards across. Yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna go next before we go to Jordan, and uh, I'm gonna go the the other direction. I'm gonna say this is a four-one victory. Um, I do think um, Harry and Son don't play the whole match, but I think they both see time on this match. Um, I think we get a goal from Harry, a goal from Son a goal from Vinicius and a goal from Bale on this one. Spreading um, your money out, making yeah. sure you touch all the bases. I like oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to, to win the game here. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so j- let's go to Jordan next. Uh, who, who do you think wins this one? Six. No uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I think as in any trip to, Bet 365 Stadium, there are no real winners. Uh, <laughs> everyone leaves with some some feeling of ennui deep inside of them. But uh, in the spirit of that, I'm going to say at full time with extra time, we're looking at a 1-1 draw stoked through on penalties. If it gets to penalties, I definitely think we lose. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> goals, goals for each team. Uh, James also Stoke will have fans, right? Uh, I well, we'll see. I, I think that's a fluid well with the new strain. Yeah. yeah, I guess that the new strain or whatever. Yeah, is gonna, may, might change things. I'm saying goals for James McLean uh, on Stoke side and and Bale with Spurs. Ooh, ooh, okay. Um. Well, let's see. I think uh, well that wraps up the Stoke conversation. So we have one more match to preview. Um, I'm I'm interested to see where we go with that Stoke match more than so than this one. But we take on the Wolves this weekend. So uh, Wolves away this Sunday, December 27th. We do not have a Boxing Day match this year, which is ah, painful to me. I I love having a Boxing Day match to watch, but but all that, days are the same now, anyways. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's I guess it's that, but um, but there's there's something special about Boxing Day that I'm gonna miss this year, and we we have the Sunday the 27th instead. Um, but we take on the Wolves, who they just dropped to 11th place in the league uh, with their loss today to Burnley, two one loss th- today. Uh, they have 20 points, that's six wins, two draws, and six losses. Um, Prior to this 2-1 loss away to Burnley, they beat Chelsea, they lost the Villa, they lost the Liverpool, and they beat Arsenal. Um, upcoming, they take on Manchester United away on Wednesday the 29th, so it doesn't get any easier for them, so very short rest after that. Um, their top goal scorer is Pedro Neto with, and Raul Jimenez with four. Uh, Daniel Pondens is behind them with three. Top assist man is Neto with two, and Pondence is behind him with, uh, with also with two. Um, top rated player is Neto with 7.20, and Pondence is behind him with 6.15. The last five times that we've taken on Wolves has been kind of a back and forth. Um, in March uh, 2020, uh, we lost to them 3 2. Uh, we beat them in December 2019 2 1. Um, and that was with, uh, I think, uh, Harry already hurt. Um, prior to that, December 2018th, we lost 3-1. Um, we beat them 3-2 in November 2018, and it was a draw in January 
2012. So that, that one's uh, um, uh, a bit back. Um, so what do you guys think on this match? Um, you know, Wolves are an interesting team without Jimenez. Um, and they've had very mixed results since he had his injury. So it's, yeah. th- it's like they're a very hard team to figure out. They've yeah. moved, uh, I guess it's pronounced Neto. I have no idea. He's playing striker, or at least he played striker today. Yeah, um, today I and watched then, that. I mean, even, you know, they did some rotating today. Like, Kilman got back into the squad. Um, he's missed the last couple games because they've been playing four at the back instead of three. Um, so it's it's really hard to know what they're going to bring at us. Um, and... Uh, I am drunk and I can't think of their manager's <laughs> name right now. Nuno um, Santos, right? Nuno Santos. Yeah. I, I think he's fantastic. I think he's a great manager. So I don't, you know, as much as the Stoke game is must win, like this is also a pretty big game, I think. Um, even with them being 11th, I think they're way better than that. I think they've mm-hmm. underperformed. They're trying to adjust to losing their main guy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like they beat Chelsea and then lose to Burnley, so it's it's a very strange dynamic over there right now. I think that's more this this time of season, like we talked about. There's just teams are just going to be there's going to be weird results coming. I mean, I agree with you. Wolves are certainly better than eleven. Did I didn't see their game today, Kevin? Did they? They've been playing. Neto's actually been on the wing when I've watched him because he played that front three, and there's been the young kid Silver. He's been up front. He's like 18 years old, but he paid about 25 million or something stupid for him. Did he play today? Can I just, yeah, he scored a, he scored a penalty today yeah. and he was born in July 2002, which wow. means he can, he can fuck off. As yeah, I know. <laughs> right. My God. Yeah, but so it was, uh, yeah, I, I watched some of this match and I, like, I, I wasn't particularly impressed by their play. Obviously, like for Burnley, who's not performing that well, like they they had their game plan and they were able to get their crosses and use their height and size uh, against Wolves, and uh, Wolves didn't seem to have an answer to that. Um, now whether that translates to a Jose pl- game plan, I'm not sure, but um, but clearly it seemed weak. Kevin, yeah, and that's like this is a game where Jose has to change his tactics, like. I don't think we can just like sit back against a team like Wolves. I I think we have to go at them, um, because I don't think they make a lot of mistakes defensively. Like I think they're very well organized. Like they're going to be a much they're going to be a very hard team to counter attack against. I just think we need to go at them and you know test them. But especially you know depending on if they play three at the back or four at the back that will also i guess today they actually played yeah today they played three at the back which is kilman was playing as their third uh center back and then when jimenez got hurt they switched to a back four so it looks like maybe he's switching to a back three again maybe that's just rotation like joe's mentioned because of the uh holiday fixtures and everything but I, I think they're a hard team to game plan for. So I, I just think Jose should want to score goals in this game. I, I think it's hard to not 
that sounds like such a like Madden thing to say, like, oh, we got to score goals, like obviously, right? Well, and Troy Aria doesn't seem like he's been the factor no. that he was last season at all. Yeah, he's not played much, has he? I I think yeah, Neto's he didn't play been... today. I don't. He believe. played today. He was in. Okay. Today. okay. He may have been subbed, but he was I in my fancy that. team at the start of the season, and I had to take him out because he was just not. He wasn't even getting the the starting eleven. But I think Neto has been that kind of fast counter-attacking guy, and he's a bit more skillful than Triori. Although I rate Triori pretty highly, I'm surprised he's not playing. But um, yeah, I've, I, to your point, Kevin, we went there last year and we did that, right? We went there, and if you remember, Vertonghen scored that late goal, the header from the corner, and we were pretty lucky to win that game, in all honesty. We got pretty yeah. battered for that game, but we, we, we were able to hit them on the break, and I don't know if that's going to work again this time. So I can see this being really cagey, actually. Both teams pretty much cancelling each other out a little bit. I don't know. Sam wants to jump in. Yeah, two very quick points. I remember that game last year quite well because, one, it cost me about $85 because I lost fucking set-piece roulette when the <laughs> Tungan scored the winner. And also, two, because Traore equalised in that game. And Joe, you were standing right behind me, and he was running towards the goal. Yeah, I'll just let him shoot. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. And then he yeah. scored from like twenty yards. Yeah, that, like I, I actually, I haven't watched a huge amount of Wolves this year, so I can't really comment actively. But like from what I understand, they're missing Jota, right? I mean, they must be. He's been brilliant for Liverpool. So like, yeah. take him out of the team. No, right? Yeah. Well, I yeah. think this is probably a good place to go to predictions with this one. Um, so let's start with Kevin first. I am going to say 2-0. I think we get back to keeping a clean sheet here. And uh, I'm going to go Harry and Son score because who else is going to? Yeah, that seems like it's it, right? Uh, Joe? Unfortunately, I can see this being a draw, which isn't a terrible result away at a good team. But um, I can see this game just being a bit of a, a... KG affair. I'm going to say 1-1 and Son to score our goal. Okay. Uh, Sam? I'm going to go 1-1 as well. Like, I did, like, <laughs> annoyingly, I completely agree with Joe. Like, I don't, I, I just don't see us going out and attacking, so, like, all of a sudden. Um, I'm going to go 1-1 and, and let's go Kane. He, lo- he like, I, I still remember that absolute scream he scored with his left foot against Wolves a couple of seasons ago, so I'm hoping he recreates that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go different. I'm going to say 3-1. Um, I'm feeling actually pretty good about this Wolves one. Uh, they're on a, 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 a bit of a downturn. I um, They've dropped on the table. Um I think that they're they might be right for the picking. We're coming on to them after we have something to prove. Like we've kind of dropped on the table. It's a must win for us. I think we're gonna come out and hit them pretty hard. And I think we're gonna score two quick ones. They're gonna get one back and then we get the last one as they're trying to get their second one to equalize. Um when things open up a little bit, yeah, I'm going to give a, a goal to Harry, a goal to Son, and I think a substitution, Gareth Bale, um, will be the third goal scorer. Um, so, um, any final thoughts before we wrap up this episode? We've gone pretty long this one. 
Well, thank you so much, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're all so tired. We're all just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Like, actually, this has been a fantastic conversation. It was great to have Jordan on. Uh, Kevin? Yeah, one last. I blame Tim Sherwood for the loss at Liverpool. I don't oh, know if y'all saw Colin him say. What an idiot. My God. Oh, there's no chance to give up a goal on this fucking set piece. And then what do we do? Fucking yeah, asshole. So just fucking cursing us left and right. He's but bear in mind. He he. Uh, according to him, he discovered Harry Kane. So yeah, swings yes. and roundabouts. <laughs> Maybe that's our episode name. People have to listen to the end. Sherwood's curse is the name of this episode. <laughs> Just yeah. the last, the last yeah. bit. Yeah, but uh, excellent conversation, guys. It's been really fun. Uh, th- thanks to Joe, Sam, and Kevin. Uh, th- thanks to everybody that's been on Jordan. Um, Thanks to uh, Tommy for editing and sound, Charlie for the music, Kevin for social media, Tommy for back. Uh, Tommy was on back page update today, but Kimberly for the logo and the Atlantic Bar. Once they can open, we will be back there to watch. Uh, find our merchandise on Big Head Media and hit the subscribe button and and write us a review on iTunes if you like our podcast or give us a review wherever you get your podcast. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Four Stars First, and our website at fourstarsfirst.com. Come on, Twitter.